I hope I'm getting this right. Avri joins us on the show. He goes by DM online. That's a little easier for me. How close did I get with the pronunciation? Yeah, it's fair. Good enough. Good enough. All right. Thank you for being generous. You know, I, you and I were chatting online and we thought we should probably just take this conversation into the show because um, it really kind of came from a spot of, hey, I want to bust a few misunderstandings. And uh, you run the PowerShell on Linux account. You're a sysadmin by day. And I thought, let's get on and talk about why somebody who's a Linux user is choosing to run PowerShell, something that sounds so crazy to some of the audience. Let's start there. Yeah. So um, yeah, you're right. So I'm I'm uh, I'm both a Linux and Windows sysadmin, and uh, the 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 main reason I I choose to run PowerShell is because uh, it it comes built in on Windows, and we all know that Windows is not like the easiest platform to install software to. So if anything comes built in, it's 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 nice. And uh, that's pretty much where I started. And then uh, the more I used it, the more I liked it. So that's pretty much it. And then when Microsoft open sourced it, I was like, oh, great. I can have this tool that I use every day because uh, at work in many of my jobs, I had to use Windows because, you know, corporations. And then I can use the same tool to build stuff or run stuff on, on at home at my Linux machines. Couldn't the counter argument simply be, but Bash is good enough? Yeah, it, it could be. Um, but uh, the way I see it is PowerShell is another tool. You you can choose to use it. You can choose to not use it. Uh, it's also really nice that uh, it, 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 it's kind of like a, a way to bridge the gap. So if, if you're a Windows admin and you use PowerShell every day, and then all of a sudden you have to start administering Linux machines and you're not very used to bash, then PowerShell can can kind of bridge that gap for you. So it's familiar. Not everything is the same. Um, some uh, Microsoft is doing a lot of work to, to bridge uh, PowerShell core. The, in PowerShell 7, they're going to drop the core and then kind of consolidate the Windows and uh, Linux version, Linux and Mac versions. So if you already know PowerShell from Windows, then then all of a sudden you can do a lot of great things uh, in Linux. Also, Bash is not object-oriented, like Python, for example. So you you get a lot of a lot. Of, I I keep finding that in PowerShell it's a lot it's a lot easier for me to do some things. Could you give an example? I'm I'm kind of curious. You know, I I thankfully don't have to administer many Windows machines right now. <laughs> There's a PowerShell command that's, uh, it's called, uh, PowerShell commands uh, are uh, verb and a noun. So it starts ver- verb hyphen noun. So you have uh, a PowerShell command get date. So that command returns the, the, the date object. So once you have that date object, it's, it's really easy to do uh, on that object that if you save it in a barbell, it's really easy to do add days and then at the amount of days that you want to add. For example, I build a, a very simple PowerShell script that converts a bunch of like uh, Linux podcast shows from whatever you know time zone they are to my time zone, so it's easier for me to 
figure out when they are, you know? I, <laughs> that's great. I like that. It's good thinking. And and it's 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 very simple. So you you work with objects. Uh, the objects can be, you know, date or it can daytime or it can be strings. So if you it's really easy to find uh you know if you have a, a Linux config file, it's really easy for you to find things in the file and replace it or Sorted in a in a certain way. Uh, you want to skip lines. You it, a lot of stuff is very easy for me at least, and and I think for a lot of PowerShell users that come from Windows to do the 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 things that are not you know using grep and and all kinds of Linux commands could be scary for people that never use them. Right. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. It also makes me think it's a nice sort of middle ground. Sometimes I have to do stuff in Python if it's just too complicated in Bash. And that sounds like PowerShell kind of has those abilities built in, you know, richer data structures right out of the box. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. And the, the nice thing is that it's, it's, it's built on .NET Core, which uh, is, is really nice that Microsoft is open sourcing. Yeah, I'm probably going to get crucified for it, but whatever. And it gives you, it gives you a lot of access to, to, uh, .NET core APIs that you can use. And, uh, there, for example, C sharp libraries that you can use from Linux. For example, uh, I was using, I had the, this task at work. I have over a hundred and something accounts that, and the vendor doesn't have an API. So I had to go and grab, uh, find invoices in this hundred plus accounts. And so, so I went online and then I found, oh, this guy, uh, created a, a Selenium PowerShell library. Nice. It's really nice. It's really easy to use. And then I was like, oh, I, I use this work. I, I use it at work on my Windows machine. I wonder if I, how hard it will be to port it to Linux. Right. My thought too. Yeah. So, so I was like, so I played around with it. You know, fiddle with it a, a bit and figure out like exactly what, how the object is built and all kinds of stuff. And I started working on it and I started. So before that, I, I used to be a kind of like a Git consumer or GitHub consumer. I used to, you know, clone repositories, uh, compile them, use them. Sure. Right. Same. That's most of mine. Yeah. But because uh, I work with PowerShell every day and I'm, I felt comfortable. Like I felt like I can, I can actually do this. And then when I got it to work on my Linux uh, desktop at home, so I, I submitted a GitHub uh, a PR request, and uh, and this guy who's really nice. That's another amazing thing about the PowerShell community. It seems like they're all very nice. So he merged it, and now uh, I. Added more stuff. I added more features. I updated all kinds of components in this thing, and you can just you know install PowerShell, uh, download this uh, you know this like simple command, install this module, and then all of a sudden you know you in a single command you you have like uh, this you know you can start Chrome or you can start Firefox and when with so you, in simple commands, you can tell the browser here, go to this URL, find this, uh, you know, text box, enter this text, uh, click, find this button, click next. You can, I used it for all kinds of experiments. Like, uh, I built like a web farcer that gets me all the lottery numbers here in Israel and, and, you know, generate based on this like little stupid algorithm. What's going to be the next winning numbers? And there's no <laughs> API for that, you know. There's, you can't you accept going to the this lottery URL and and 
n noting all the numbers down, you, you don't really have a, a way to do it. So if you know a little bit of PowerShell, or if you don't, because it's it's pretty simple, it's like you know single commands, and every command does one thing, and they're all uh, this verb noun thing. So it's very self-explanatory, um, kind of like what the commands do. Then you could do a lot, and uh, that's just one example. So after I started playing with this module, I figured I'm going to build a, a. I wanted to build a website to kind of. So I started a Telegram group and a Twitter, and I wanted. So so I created PowerShell uh, PowerShell on Linux.com. Let me ask you about that. So um, a few moments ago, you mentioned, you know, yeah, you mentioned kind of like sort of tongue in cheek of that just even mentioning something positive about Microsoft is a little risky. <laughs> uh, and now you have PowerShell on Linux.com, plus you have the PowerShell on Linux Twitter account where it's essentially it's it's one part advocacy and one part instructional and informational, too. But there's there is genuinely an advocacy component here. And I um do you feel like it's a little bit of dangerous waters still? I don't, uh, and I'll tell you why. PowerShell is open source. It's uh, and and I got this argument from a lot of people, like, oh, you know, Microsoft can take it back, blah blah. It's it's uh, it's not exactly you know GPL license. It's MIT license, right? But the genie is out of the bag. You can't put it back in the bag. They can, they can try. I mean, they can try to to do something like that. And then it happened with other projects like MB, and then people forked it and made Jellyfin, because it, once it's already out there, you you know somebody will create a, I don't know, give it a, a different name, and, and they can't take it back. I don't think they will. And uh, I mean, if you could use if if you could use Bash. It's it's a great tool. If you could use Python, it's a great tool. This is just another tool in your Swiss Army knife. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. You could use it or you cannot use it. I I, I could give you another example where it kind of bridges the gap, uh, and I think it it allows uh, you know Windows sysadmin to to start living their Windows boxes and and really. So there's uh, there's another module. Uh, it's called the DBA tools. It's uh, it's it's a PowerShell module that allows you to uh, manage uh, MSSQL servers from Linux using PowerShell. So nice. so now all of a sudden, oh, I'm I'm a Linux, I'm you know I'm a Linux sysadmin, but I have to you know manage this one application that runs on MSSQL server. And that was the like majority of my career when I was in IT. <laughs> so everybody has this you know Microsoft Dynamics or something that that's just you know they're like it's an accounting software you can't get rid of it because you have to keep it forever or whatever and someone <laughs> has to support it of course and somebody has to support it and you want to run linux what do you do you you can install a windows vm and install this uh whatever the ssms the sql server management uh, thing yeah and manage it from there but if you don't want to do that, you you want to stay in your Linux island and do the things the way you like, then all of a sudden you have this tool. You import this module. It's uh, I think based on their uh, website, it's seventy five percent. It has seventy five percent Linux support, but uh, it's better than Vista. They have zero percent Vista support, and you can run M uh, SQL queries. You can get the data. You can uh, in PowerShell convert the data to like a JSON file. And, um, and that can even help you, you know, if you have a, a Python script or 
something that you, you so so it will bridge the gap that is really very nice yeah so you could you know you could save it to a csv file you can save it to uh xml whatever you want and then read it in in another another tool yeah this looks way nicer than than bashing strings together and piping them to to mysql or something <laughs> yes exactly so so for me i like bash and don't get me wrong but because it's it's very text based it's the good thing about it and it's also the worst thing about it for me because because if you have to work with text it's and you need to figure out like uh all these uh you know special commands and and because powershell is is just like python is object oriented you could do amazing simple things so easily in like one command and and then you start having all these modules and the community is so great so the the other day i found out there's a freenas module for powershell yeah <laughs> wow really so now all of a sudden you know oh i have this this uh freenas box that i use for you know like my home lab and whatnot so all of a sudden i'm like oh, i want to create a new volume then i use i import this i download this module i import it and then i have like connect freenas server something i give it the name of the server the credentials and poof i'm connected and then i i have other simple commands like uh i don't know new volume or whatever new freenas volume i don't remember the exact command right but then you can start scripting your own little environments and handy helpers and yeah exactly so then you know i i so you start with at home and then all of a sudden you take it it and uh, because the api is very similar between freenas and truenas you can you can use the same, I think the same library supports TrueNAS. And then you take it to work. And then uh, at my job, I have to administer uh, a bunch of uh, different uh, storage systems. So uh, we have, uh, because uh, the application we build integrates with different uh, SAND providers and stuff like that. So um, I have to administer NetApps and Isilon and all kinds of weird, like FreeNAS is not weird, but other weird storage vendors. So if they have uh, PowerShell support, then all of a sudden it, from my Linux box, it's really easy for me to, to, to automate the deployment of all this stuff. Because I have one kind of like this one uh, interface, which is PowerShell, and I have all these different modules. Yeah, no, that sounds great. Okay, so you've made it. You've you've obviously sold us on some of the, <laughs> the neat things you can do if you learn PowerShell. I'm curious, are there any myths? You know, things things us Bash users might think about PowerShell or be scared about. It is certainly foreign. Any myths you can bust for us? Can you give me an example? I think a big one would be uh, probably the the biggest go-to would be, well, it's it's a Microsoft project, and they're just trying to use it to uh, control Linux or something like that. Like, those those kinds of things. So, so I, I, I get, uh, I mean, that's kind of like what, what a lot of people are saying. But you could say the same thing about VS Code, and you could use VS Code to write Go or Python or whatever. Uh, you, you, I mean, you could go, the, you, you could say that probably, you know, about many products that exist in the market. You could make that argument for Intel and why they contribute GPU code to the kernel. They want to sell more Intel machines. <laughs> exactly. Or, or I don't know, uh, Red Hat makes, uh, you know, some of the components of their operating system is proprietary. So maybe they're trying to take over. Uh, <laughs> every, every corporation is, you know, its, it's job is to make money. But the way I look at it, uh, they're trying to make money 
I have a ton of work to do and I'm trying to do it as quickly as I can with as little I'm a lazy sysadmin that's what I keep saying in every job interview that I went to what I would have done to have this five ten years ago what I would have done right. this would have changed <laughs> changed everything for me exactly I, I can tell you when I when I lived in the US I I worked for uh, I'm not gonna name the company but I worked for one of the biggest uh, insurance company in the in the in the US creating an active directory user used to take 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, because of all this special stuff, like this all special configuration and using PowerShell, I, I, I kept saying like we, we would hire 30 people and then they wouldn't pass their, you know, uh, insurance uh, selling exam and then we would fire half of them. And then I would just spend <laughs> hours creating these accounts and then deleting them, which was crazy. So then uh, that's pretty much how I started with PowerShell. I was like, I'm not going to spend hours uh, this is like it's funny there it's has all, to be a better way that is how it always goes isn't it <laughs> yes yeah, so, so this is how I, so this is how i started and like you know uh, everybody could you start with the simple things okay I'll, how do i create the account how do i do this how do i do that and slowly but sure you 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 get to the point of uh, you know it doesn't happen in a day that's why i created this community um i wanted to and it's not i call it partial on linux but it's not just for linux if you're a mac guy and you want to join come in I, i'll help you out uh, the other day some guy from a university i think in the us came in and he's like oh we're, i'm trying to automate this user creation which is probably a problem that anybody has and he was running on windows and we tried to help him out so if if you're interested if it sounds you know, interesting. I'm not trying to sell you anything. You can use it or you can not use it. But but if it sounds promising, then then th that's pretty much what I want to do. I want to give people, you know, um, not everything is is you know golden. For example, a lot of uh, um, the Active Directory modules don't work on Linux yet. I took it upon myself. I keep I keep talking to different people from Microsoft from all kinds of places like, oh, I have this module. Can you test it on Linux? So I downloaded it in my box. And then uh, um, um, I think one of the Azure SQL team member on Microsoft, uh, they have an official SQL server uh, module. So he said, like, hey, can you, it works on core. It should work on Linux. I already know that it's not true because sometimes there's all kinds of little things that make it break. So I downloaded the module. I try to import it. It doesn't work. It doesn't work because there's, uh, you know, Linux uh, file system is case sensitive and Windows is not. So then all of a sudden this file has a lowercase letter in it. Boom, it doesn't break. So then uh, I created a PR and I said, uh, not a PR, an issue in their system and I'm trying to fix it. I I'm trying to make the, um, the PowerShell experience on Linux much better. So then more people won't have to go to Windows to, you know, to do their, their, their day job. And I think that's probably the, if Microsoft was trying to extinguish Linux, there's no way they would have open sourced this because it's pretty much the tool that allows you to manage all these Microsoft things without Windows. <laughs> This has been really, really informational. This has been great. Like I, I, I get my appreciation now of how this enables 
people like myself that wanted to run Linux and now manage Windows boxes, it means it's likely this is going to enable more Linux desktop users. Right. And sometimes maybe Windows is the right tool, but you don't want to touch it for these reasons. Now yeah. you can't. So we have in the show notes, we'll have a link to PowerShellandLinux.com plus the Twitter account, as well as some of the favorite modules you have and that one that you talked about for FreeNAS as well. On the side, if you go to PowerShellOnLinux.com, by the way, that website runs on PowerShell. Yeah. What? <laughs> wow. That's great. There's this uh, amazing guy. His name is uh, Adam Driscoll, if I'm pronouncing his name is right. He created this, uh, it's called uh, Universal Dashboard. And it's, uh, it's a PowerShell module that allows you to run all these amazing uh it dashboard. So, and because it's PowerShell and PowerShell has, you know, uh, it has like commands for REST APIs and, and all kinds of crazy things. You can, uh, I used it to build a site, but you could use it to, um, I don't know, let, let's say in JB, you have uh, all kinds of uh, things you want to start and you want to have buttons and you, 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 you know, you have all these different APIs. You can use uh, this this PowerShell module to run the site, and you can very easily uh, create buttons that when you click on that button, it creates a REST API call, or uh, it gets information from somewhere, uh, and it shows it on the dashboard. Um, it's this module. I think it has a community edition, which is also open source, and and uh, a bunch of people has been have been uh, contributing to it. It also has a paid version if you want like uh, certain like authentication features with like Active Directory and all kinds of stuff. It shows you how strong PowerShell is. Like you can you can run a website on it, and you can run that this dashboard on a Raspberry Pi. You can run it on you know an Ubuntu box. You can run it on Arch. You can you can run it on Windows. I don't know if it runs on uh, WSL yet. I don't know if you've seen. I think I sent it to you. Uh, on Telegram, but using this n- neat Android application called Userland, I was able to run on my Android phone. I was able to run Arch inside Arch. I was able to run PowerShell and on PowerShell. I was able to run the <laughs> dashboard, so I can have a dashboard on the go with like APIs to all kinds of neat things. That is pretty cool. That is wild. I, I love that. That's yeah. so nerdy. I'll send you the the link. It's uh, it's kind of like you know. Uh, OS Inception, I guess, like uh, yeah, definitely yeah. thing inside a thing inside a thing. But I, I just played around with it. I was like, I, I'm a tinkerer. I want to see if it'll work, and I was amazed to see that it work. I also uh, I don't have an iOS device, but I wanted to see if I can get PowerShell to run on uh, on iOS using Ish. But uh, I think there's like a GitHub repo for it. That's maybe worth exploring. You should keep us posted. You know how to get a hold of us. I feel like uh, we could have probably a few more future conversations. Yeah, definitely. So do keep an eye on like the developments of what's going on and just keep us in the loop. And uh, we'll try to pass along tidbits in the show and maybe have you back in the future. Right. Sounds like there's an exciting future for PowerShell on Linux. Yes. DM, thank you for joining us. I hope so. And uh, thank you for, uh, you know, letting me tell the, the, the story. <laughs> Have a good one. Thank you for also joining us fairly late from Israel. We appreciate you staying up to hang out with us. Have a great day.